live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. It's another edition of the Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday, August 5th, 2021. I'm glad you guys could join us tonight. And for those uh, of you that aren't here on time and uh, listening on a downloaded podcast from your favorite Amazon or Spotify or whatever, welcome to the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, for those of you uh, watching us over on DLive or the Twitch or the Twitter Twitter, uh, which I don't even know what the hell they call it anymore over there. But uh, welcome, as you as you may well know that we're not on YouTube for, I don't know, another couple of weeks. Uh, but anyways, uh, welcome tonight. Uh, our good friend Pert is on a flight home, so he's being going to be traveling to me. Uh, Producer Eric, how's your day been? My day's been pretty good for the most part. Um, you know, n- not not a whole lot. Th- interesting but same old same old as always yeah uh another day in paradise yes i definitely love that youtube mm-hmm. right? we them and us we i mean we're like we're almost like a you know just your average marriage here in the united states <laughs> i i think that's a good uh, way to kind of look at it i guess we're always we're always bickering about mm-hmm. that so Anyways, um, well, uh, I'm glad everybody's uh, joining us tonight, and hopefully you're all continuing to stay safe and away from that COVID and uh, all that good stuff. And hopefully hopefully, most of you guys are back to work. And I know, you know, as we've been talking over the past week or so, uh, a lot of businesses, uh, even privately owned businesses, are starting to uh, make sure that you get the vaccination or you get tested on a regular basis. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's how it goes, I guess. But... Uh, News in, news in this afternoon, and uh, actually, we might have a phone call first. Let's see if uh, somebody wants to call in before we get to news. I don't, mm-hmm. know. I don't know how Podbean works these days, but welcome to the show if you're there. Helder Cedro. I wonder if he's from San Isidro. I don't know. Yes, nah. we, you're on the air. What's going on, my friend? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm from. I'm actually from South Africa. Hey, you're so, from South Africa. Wow, welcome. Uh, we're we're here in the United States ourselves. How how are things going over in South Africa? Well, things are quite going well. It's just that you know, with this whole pandemic, it's got us um, stranded, especially for those who have to wake up and go to work, and for a whole lot of people out there actually have been retrenched, you know, so a whole lot of people are sitting without work. And, um, yeah, especially if you're a breadwinner, it puts a whole lot of strain on you. Oh, sure. I, I, I can imagine. Now, over there, is the government mandating that, uh, you know, healthcare workers get vaccinated or any just average, you know, here in the United States, in, in some cities, they are mandating that in order to enter the building, you have to be vaccinated. So they're starting to go with what's called a vaccine passport. Okay. Do you have that going on over there? Well, um, not, not as yet. Um, not yet. Okay. Not, not yet. Right now at the moment, it's a matter of, um, it's, um, we actually quite have a matter of where it's your choice, whether you want to be vaccinated or not. But 
they do recommend that everyone actually does it. Sure. Uh, um, you know, it's not a thing whereby they would force you to do it. So in order for you to enter certain um, departments, you'll need to be vaccinated. And then um, after being vaccinated, you're going to get, it's, you know, it's called, uh, it's a yellow card. It's uh, some sort of, it's actually the same as saying it's your passport to enter certain places like, um, you know, um, on your side, you've got what, um, Walmart and what's or not, right? Yeah, we have Walmarts, you have uh, Walgreens and, all, you know, you have the major chain stores like Ralph's and stuff like that. Yeah. So on this side, it's going to be, uh, I suppose, like games and what's or not, big shopping centers and what's or not. But it's not actually a matter of have to. But you see, um, the funny thing about government is that they actually give you an option. But remember, everything in life is an ultimatum. They'll tell you, you can if you want to, but if you don't want to, it's okay. At the end of the day, they give you another option. Well, if you don't do this, you can't enter certain places and such and such. Well, one of the things that uh, is starting to come out is that the the federal government, they are going to start putting in our schools uh, vaccination, uh, you know, places for the children to be vaccinated while they're at school. So, um, yeah, parents are in the United States uh, definitely need to be aware that they're out to jab your children. Uh, whether or not they're going to need your permission, I think that's yet to be seen. But, you know, as we've spoken about on the show before, uh, at this point in time, uh, at this point in time, a child can go ahead and change the sex of uh, their, their own sex without the parent's permission. So if they want to get the jab, they're going to get the jab. Wow. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there, there, is even, there is even talk right now that in order to enter a grocery store, you're going to need a vaccine passport in some places. That's, that's how far they're going. So, yeah, um, you know, that, that's the whole thing. Uh, you know, okay, I'm not saying this whole COVID 19 thing, Corona, is not out there. Well, it is out there. We've all seen the results of what's happening around the globe, right? But um, politically speaking, I would say that um, this whole thing is just a matter of getting control. I mean, let's. Um, uh, okay, I hope I'm not being out of proportion, but the same thing as religion, that's a business. It's no longer a thing of the Christian or what's not a business out here. The same thing with this whole COVID-19 thing. It's as if the government is trying to, you know, um, get, like, get uh, total control over everything that's happening around, you know, like over everyone or what's not. It's like they're stripping your freedom away from you. Because, I mean, come on, the uh, whole vaccination thing came out the first time. People went out there, they got it and what's not. But now it's a matter of, you know, first one was uh, was not okay. And <laughs> this and that and that. Now there's another one coming in. It was first the one from India who came to South Africa. That's from our side, right? Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? They're, they're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to have uh, different variants for years to come. They're just going to, you know, one's going to come out. Every other month, it seems like. True. And I think I think you're uh, you're spot on when you say it's all about control. It's how far can we get them to do what we want them to do? 
In addition to that, it's also a big part of the plan as far as dividing America into two different classes. Uh, Here in the United States, you know, uh, a lot of people nowadays are like, oh, you're unvaccinated. You must be a dirty person. You're just one of those bad people. Yeah. So a striking division in our society as well. But uh, I have a lot more. I have a lot more uh, to talk about t- tonight about uh, COVID and other things. Uh, if you want to call back in a little bit, because I do want to get to the news. Uh, I do appreciate you calling in today, though. Oh, thank you, man. It's it's an honor. All right, brother. I will uh, put you back down uh, so you can listen to the show. And uh, like I said, if you'd like to call back a little bit later, you're more than welcome to. Uh, I'll definitely. All right, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, our good friend from. Uh, Anywho, uh, as I was going to say to start off the day, there's uh, news uh, this afternoon that uh, Governor Greg Abbott, as much as, uh, you know, there's an uptick in COVID cases in Texas, they're probably, I think it's the second most COVID cases in the United States right now. Uh, it's at least what's being reported. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott says he's not going to impose any lockdowns or any mass mandates in the state of Texas. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, moving on. As we had told you about, you know, the uh, CDC implementing an eviction moratorium, uh, even after the Supreme Court said that they don't have the authority to do so, uh, it appears that the Department of Justice is backing that. Uh, Like I said, I think it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, The CDC has no jurisdiction in telling uh, property owners, in my opinion, to whether or not they have to charge their uh, rentors. Um, And speaking of which, very unsettling that uh, there's a landlord that's out there, and he came forward. He's he's got a tenant who's back due twenty four thousand dollars in rent. Uh, and during this time, by the way, guess what this uh, guy who quote unquote can't afford to pay his rent is doing? Any any guesses, uh, producer Eric? Um, <clears throat> about about this particular story. Oh yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I was in the middle of like welcoming people to our video chat. Oh, no worries. Yeah. Prescott Bob's got it right in chat. He's out. Yeah. This tenant is out buying three, yep. three boats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the guy who owns the property, uh, he owes them over 24 G's. Uh, so yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, and 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 now it's uh, expanded uh, for another two months, uh, according to the CDC. Now you know, granted, the guy has over thirty properties, but at the same time, you know, because that's going to be the one thing. Oh well, he can afford it. He's got money. You know, that's what all the liberals are going to say. But oh my god, what is that? oh that's Bert. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Anyways, so the guy's got over 30 properties. So, you know, the liberals on the left, they're going to be like, oh, he can afford it. He can suck it up and all that. But that's not the point at all. The fact of the matter is, if the guy can go out and buy damn boats, he can uh, sure as hell pay his rent. And, you know, during the time this past 16 months or whatever it's been for this guy, the same guy that's been out buying boats and stuff like that, his air conditioning went out, right? And the property owner, and, you know, bless the guy that owns the property, because I would not have done this, but he actually fixed the guy's air conditioning. If it were me, and I knew the guy's out buying boats, 
you can suck it up, Buttercup. I ain't fixing a damn thing in your your house. But uh, it's just sick. It's really sickening. Uh, Prescott Bob said he also had, yeah, he had to, yeah, it cost him $4,700 to fix the air conditioning. Exactly. So add that to the 24 grand and another two months worth of rent. And so what I don't understand, and I continue to not to, and nobody's ever been able to email me or call in and let me know, but how in the hell does the government expect these, uh, you know, these 2 million plus people ever pay their arrears in back rent? I mean, hell, they're out too busy out buying boats, you know, and I would love if anybody's listening to this podcast, even if it's pre, you know, on a downloaded version or whatnot, I encourage you to email me or contact me. If you're a property owner and for some ungodforsaken reason, within the past year and a half, you have lost your property because you have not had people pay you rent, I would love to hear from you. Because I guarantee you, there's at least a few people out there that have lost their properties because of this. And that's not right. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I'm done ranting about that, but you, you guys all know how I feel about that. On a positive note, for those that uh, are sitting at home collecting, you know, government cheese for not working and, uh, you know, not wanting to go out and look for a job, I, I found a nice story of this 101-year-old gal. Uh, she's continuing to work, and she's worked since she was eight years old. And she, uh, she, she does what's called lobstering. Uh, anyways, uh, she's uh, from Rockland, Maine. She's known as the Lobster Lady, and uh, she's 101 years old, a local legend, and that may be the oldest person in the world still working. And she so, shows no signs of uh, quitting. Virginia Jenny Oliver has lived on the same street since the day she was born on June 6, 1920. Uh, her late husband, whom she lobstered with for decades, was a resident on that street when they, were, when they tied the knot. Quote, Virginia started lobstering with her older brother when she was eight years old. Uh, Wayne Gray of Rockland Historical Society told the Epoch Times, she'd been lobstering on and off for 93 years. So, props to Granny. Maybe we, maybe we need to uh, make sh- you know people that uh, sitting at home collecting government cheese, maybe uh, send them over to her house. Uh, she can put some wisdom, you know, words of wisdom into their eyes or into their brain. Let's see. I, I just got handed a list. Uh, uh, wave? I don't know. I'll have to get more clarification on that. Anywho, uh, moving on to the next story that I got. Uh, there was a, for- a story that was forwarded to me. There's a, an Iranian immigrant that uh, was at a school board meeting, and this happened a few days ago. So you guys might have heard about this. Uh, if you had it, hadn't, I wanted to uh, basically show you a video. And the video is to portray how this school board, and particularly uh, the superintendent, treats an, a non-immigrant versus an immigrant and what the issues are. So um, stand by for that as we're going to bring that to you right now. So this happened in Westchester uh, School District in uh, Chester County, Pennsylvania, just to give you a little bit of a background on it. The most safe, the most safety measures. So this is this is the, the first speaker that you're going to listen to is of a non-immigrant, uh, not talking about any, you know, 
she's very chummy, and the superintendent uh, also treats her. That, that's time. I'm sorry. I'm almost finished. <laughs> it's it's the policy. That's a good good statement. But thank- so what I want you to key on key in on here is how he is treating her when her time is up. Okay, so her time is up, and uh, he's like, you know, sorry, but you have to go. Almost finished. <laughs> it's it's the policy. That's a good good statement. But thank. Okay. We got to move on to the next person. Um, ma'am, ma'am, we need to move on to the next person with all due respect. Excuse me. I said we need to move on to the next person with all due respect. Okay, and my last statement is I plan to attend the community workshop in September. Thank you. Thank you. So even even though you know she was out of time, he was uh you know went ahead and allowed her to go on about her last sentence or two, right? Which generally speaking, I've been to many of these types of hearings, not necessarily school board meetings, but city council meetings, uh, county board of supervisor meetings, and there's always a little bit of leeway. But next comes this Iranian gal, and you'll hear what she has to say. And Mr. McCune, that's the gentleman's name, he, he didn't take it very well because, you know, after, I don't know, 12 or 15 years of being the uh, superintendent or the, uh, you know, and all that, you know, she, which she was basically telling him how great of a job he did, but she had one problem. I have to say, I grew up during revolution. I have, my motherland has been ravaged by communism and I threw, uh, left the Islamic country that was haunting us then. But sitting through a board meeting that was divided up, this right against CRT, that side for CRT, was complete nightmare. I sent my kids to study mathematics, literature, history, and I want them to study every kind of history because that's how I am. My house, actually, as a matter of fact, is known as the International House of Pancakes. (laughs) You know why? Because my kids' best friends are black, Brazilian, Mexican, Muslim, we are Australian, English, white, purple, black. What are we doing for each other? And sir, you did a great job for 12 years, but you're leaving a mess. You have brought division to us. You, this is not the way it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be going to college. I mean, you're a time. No, no. Yes, you are. Because, because for 12 years, you made a mess. Now, now, do you hear the, the, the high pitch and the anger in his voice that your time is done? How dare you speak to me like that? I, I want to just listen to it one more time. Supposed to be. They're supposed to be going to college. Anita, you're a time. No, no. Yes, you are. Because for 12 yes, years you, you made a mess and you didn't even have the and then guts he gets to tell you were the seat. chair of the board. And, what he does and you stood there, you said it. I want to know, are you teaching CRT to our teachers? And if not, what? And right there, he yanks the damn microphone out. He, he like rushes right over to where she's speaking. Yanks the microphone out of her hand. And, you know, uh, according to the video, it looks like you might have touched her. But this is this is how America is getting to be, folks, to where you're not allowed to say what's on your mind. If it goes against it, 
And if it, if it goes against it, you're cut off. You're done talking because we you're you're nobody. You're nothing. He goes on and and has the uh, the cops basically take her away. She's like she's out of here. And and then he's not done. As she as she's being escorted out, he has a few more words for her. Move along, officers. Please escort her out. This is shameful. We've had a respectful meeting up until you. You bombarded up there. And now you want to monopolize the meeting. Not happening. You're gone. You're gone. I don't like what you have to say. You're gone. And now after that, right, we have a gal that follows up with her. And uh, basically that lady, you know, everybody, like I said, everybody goes past their time. And the, the following speaker goes over 17 seconds. He doesn't say a damn word to her, though. So maybe... I don't know. Maybe he's just racist. Maybe he don't like Iranians. I don't know. But whatever the fact may be, is you're starting to see the control shift to where if you don't obey, if you don't basically pander down to authority, you're done. Get, get out of here. Like his words. I don't know what, you, what you're thinking. If you, if you agree with me or not, you're more than welcome to uh, put in the chat if you uh, agree or disagree with me. But Eric, what are your thoughts? Do you see this coming to be more and more of a thing? It seems like it because, um, because you know, it just seems like, you know, powers that be are just not receptive to um, freedom of speech. That's what it seems like. And uh, it, it's getting to be very crazy. And I, like I said, I'm worried. And I worry each and every single day as it gets more and more like this. Uh, Looks like uh, Cedro says definitely racist. Yeah, because it might be either that or he just doesn't like being told that uh, he doesn't like to be confronted. He's got the power. He's he's the man. How dare you tell him how bad he is? But anyways, uh, my next my next thing is very concerning to me as well. There was, I don't know, a I guess there was a. Uh, there was a get together over the weekend, apparently. And uh, basically, this comes from the Epic Times. Uh, CRT shares the same ideology as China's cultural revolution, Chinese American warns. And I think, and after reading this article this afternoon, I think there's a lot of legitimacy to it. I think that it's something that Americans in this country really need to fucking open your eyes and pay attention to. Anyways, uh, at a, a, uh, there was a Heritage Action for America, a partner organization of the Heritage Foundation, hosted a panel discussion on critical race theory in Georgetown, Delaware on July 29th. Six speakers stressed the dangers of CRT and how it, was penetrated, how it has penetrated American society. One speaker compared the similarities of CRT and Chinese, uh, China's cultural revolution. 
And uh, at the beginning of the panel discussion, Jonathan Butcher, a senior policy analyst at the Heritage Foundation, talked about the history of CRT and what it's all about. He said CRT, an offshoot of critical critical theory from neo-Marxist Frankfurt School, is built upon Karl Marx's ideas and has slowly methodically worked its way into American society, infecting the education system, workplace, military, and everything in between. He also added that CRT is destructive and advocates for the exact opposite of what it claims to be, treating individuals differently based on the color of their skin. CRT adherents believe that um, believe America is systematically racist and uh, that a racial oppression exists in every institution and an individual is either an oppressor or oppressed based on the color of their skin. They reject the idea that America has strived for more than two centuries to live, fully live up to the founding creed that all men are created equal and should be treated so under law. And uh, the keynote speaker, though, Xi uh, Van Fleet, told the audience that America is starting to feel like communist China during the Cultural Revolution, a socio-political movement that occurred between 1966 and 1976 under the Chinese leader Mao Zedong. Quote, we have been seeing that America is going the wrong direction, she said in reference to CRT. Later on, she said Van Fleet was attending elementary school as a first grader when the Cultural Revolution began. After she completed her education, the Chinese Communist Party forced her and other young adults to work in the countryside for three years. After the panel discussion, Van Fleet told the Epic Times, quote, it's the same tactic. It's Marxist tactic. So what they do is to create chaos. As Mao said, quote, when the worst chaos emerges, that is when the greatest control can be achieved. Cancel culture is the same because what the people want to do here is to overthrow the American founding principles, just like in China, uh, to overthrow the traditional culture and our civilization. She went on to say, quote, I did not really want to go public. It is very difficult for the Chinese. Most of us would rather be quiet. But I, feel, I now feel like it's really not about me. It's about America. She continued saying, quote, I want Americans to know what's happening today is communism is taking over. And uh, Van Fleet realized that today's woke revolution driven by CRT has, quote, a twin brother, the Chinese Cultural Revolution, which derived from Mao's class conflict theory, which is CCT. The grandfather of CRT and the CCT is the same guy, Karl Marx, and the ideology is cultural Marxism. That's what Van Fleet said. Uh, just like CRT, Mao's CCT divides people into groups, oppressors and the oppressed. The only difference is class rather than race. Van Fleet said that during the Cultural Revolution, everyone can be a class enemy. That is Mao's way to ensure that he always had an ample supply of fake class enemies. Similarly, CRT creates fake racial divisions and redefines the concept and the definition of racism. So dividing people and pitting them against each other is the hallmark of Marxism, and that is the business model for the CCP and CRT. During the uh, Cultural Revolution, Van Fleet witnessed how students were violent with each other and with their teachers. She said Mao launched the Cultural Revolution by unleashing Red Guards to create chaos. The, great, the Red Guards were communist youth who were led by Mao to persecute those who were identified as the CCP's enemies. They resorted to violence, looting, and destroyed all of the known enforcement and court systems. 
Doesn't that sound familiar to you folks? I'll repeat that again. That the Red Guards were communist youth led by Mao to persecute and identified CCP enemies. They resorted to violence, looting, rioting, and destroyed tons of things. Everybody, anyone think back to last summer? Sounds very familiar. That's what's exactly what's going on in the streets uh, last year, she said, referring to the riots organized by Black Lives Matter organizations. Uh, furthermore, Van Fleet believes that there's no difference between the social justice warriors today in America and Mao's Red Guards. She also said that Mao also ordered the Red Guards to destroy, quote, four olds. Old ideas, old culture, old customs, and old habits. They tore down Buddha statues. They destroyed temples. They raided homes and destroyed personal property, such as antique furniture and family heirlooms. Like I said, folks, all of what you've seen over the past year with these idiots. Anyways, Mao's Red Guards also changed street names, store names, school names, and personal names. Well, let's see. What have we done? We've, changed, we've, we've torn down statues. We've renamed, hell, we've renamed uh, sports teams. Uh, we've renamed schools. We've renamed uh, freaking uh, military bases. When are you guys going to wake up? When, you, when is America going to realize what the hell is going on in this country? It's the same exact shit. Like, it's out of the same playbook, folks. Anyway, she believes the United States is experiencing a cultural war. Cultural Marxism and American ideals. There's no common ground. She said and concluded with, quote, we have to fight this war and win it to preserve America. So that's, uh, that's some powerful shit that I read. I mean, the exact same stuff that was going on in China back in the 60s and 70s is happening here in the United States now. And over the past two years, you've seen what's happened to your, your, your freedoms and your liberties. You've seen what the government is starting to force you to do. They're starting to, forcing, starting to force you to inject yourself with something you may or you may not want. Hell, they're going to start setting up shop at your local school district soon and inoculating your children. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just, uh, I think uh, it's time for everyone to you know, be on edge and be aware of what the hell's going on. Is that, uh, did, did you know about these red guards and stuff like that back in China and how uh, everything changed there, Eric? Um, it, that would seem, seem like um, it's probably been going on all along or no, nobody's you know, been aware of it or, or unless this is just something new that came up. Yeah, well, it, it's uh, it's amazing to me that nobody's paying attention. And like just another day in paradise uh, said in chat, everyone is uh, seems to be just brainwashed, I guess. The brainwashed society. Everyone knows what it is. It's obvious. The only problem is they are too powerful to be stopped. It's forced and it's done in small doses. You're exactly mm -hmm. right. Uh, anything that the government does, it's, it's, it's a gradual change. But don't you notice, though? You know, it's kind of like when they told us about, you know, we're going to have to lock down. We're going to have to put on masks. How many, how many, how, for how long was that supposed to be? Wasn't that supposed to be a couple weeks to uh, do the curve or mend the curve or whatever the hell they said? We just need you guys to stay indoors, not go to work just for a couple weeks. We need the curve to go mm -hmm. down. What happened to that two weeks? That two weeks has turned into 16 months and we're still counting. 
And, uh, you know, if, if the government, if everyone in the society today is going to go ahead and bow down to them and allow them to be forced to inoculate themselves, whether or not they want to be or not, uh, you've given up every, any, any type of freedom you think you ever had because that's not where it's going to stop. This is just the beginning of what is about to be just like every other communistic country. Take it from China. Take it from Cuba. Your models live there. They've definitely ramped it up. The process is easier because people are dumber. Hashtag free Britney. Yeah. There you go. There's a little shout out to Britney Spears. <laughs> right. We're going to take a quick time out. It's uh, first break of the night. I appreciate you joining us tonight. It's the Slightly Serious Show on a Thursday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. So welcome back. And uh, continue on with communism and uh, communistic uh, principles from uh, leaders around our nation. The city of Los Angeles, uh, the city council there here in California, is proposing COVID-19 vaccination passports for restaurants and theaters. So uh, you're not going to be able to go, go out to eat. You're not going to be able to go watch a movie unless you've been inoculated. The uh, L.A. County uh, City Council members introduced a measure on August 4th that requires will require people to show proof that they had a vac- uh, COVID-19 vaccination to enter some public indoor, indoor public spaces, including theaters and restaurants, following a similar mandate that was announced by New York City earlier this week. In the announcement on Twitter, uh, City Council President Nuri Martinez wrote that, quote, many Angelonians or I don't know, people from Los Angeles <laughs> stepped up and did their part, and they shouldn't be penalized with closures by those unwilling to do theirs. So you see how you have city officials, government employees, they're pitting the vaccinated against the vaccinated. That's how they want to do it. That's in the playbook. How dare those people not go out and get the vaccine? I mean, why, what's the big problem for people that don't get vaccinated? That's what I would like to ask her, because whether or not you get vaccinated, you still can contract COVID-19. So, OK, uh, you have people that are vaccinated that are allowed, legally allowed. I mean, you know, show us your uh, your jab card uh, before you enter. Just because they have a jab card doesn't mean they don't have COVID-19, folks. So what the hell are you trying to prevent? I, I mean, yeah, they want to tell you that by getting the vaccine, uh, it, now, you know, at first it was get the vaccination. That way you don't contract COVID. Well, fuck, we messed up on that. Now, now the story is, well, get the vaccine. You have a less chance of dying. <laughs> You're not going to get as sick. You'll still get it, but, you know. So what's going to be the next story? So my question is, I mean, just because someone has a COVID-19 vaccination, what's so, what's so great about that for them having it and someone who doesn't when they both still have an opportunity to contract COVID? Makes no sense to me. But anyways, they want you to be uh, jabbed before you go into theaters and restaurants. Uh, they would uh, direct the city attorney to draft an ordinance requiring people aged 16 and older to have received at least one vaccine, vaccine dose to gain access to indoor public spaces. The indoor spaces include, but are not limited to, restaurants, bars, retail establishments, fitness centers, spas, 
entertainment centers, such as, uh, you know, stadiums, concert venues, and movie theaters. Uh, Martinez, who is a Democrat, issued a statement alongside the proposal and effectively blamed people who aren't vaccinated for exacerbating the COVID-19 pandemic. Isn't that lovely? He can go to hell. I could give two shits what he thinks. Americans in this country, they have a right to do what they want with their bodies. Uh, are you going to start telling women what they can do with their bodies soon, too? I'm just waiting for that. I mean, where's the up? Where's the rage? I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, Professor Eric. There's so mm-hmm. much rage. There were so many people in the streets all across America. And now, you know, the government's trying to be, you know, the most communistic that it's been since I've been alive. Mm-hmm. And it, nobody's got balls. Nobody's out trying to protest against this communistic led government. No huevos? I mean, what happened? Where are the people that, you know, quote unquote, had huevos that were, you know, supposedly protesting against, uh, you know, protesting for Black Lives Matter? I mean, did they all die? Did they all catch COVID-19? I mean, I don't know. Anyways, be aware. It's uh, it's happened over in New York. It's happened here in California. It's coming to a state near you unless you start speaking up and doing something about it. Um, another day in paradise says, you think the mass fights were crazy? Wait till people fight over not showing their papers. Well, you know what? How is it that in this country, we're going to have to start showing documentation, showing that we've got vaccinated, that we got vaccinated, right? Yet people can fucking still come into our country illegally without papers. Something's back at half ass backwards, in my opinion. I mean, uh, let's require the uh, people crossing the borders. Let's require their paperwork before you even start worrying about my vaccination paperwork. Let's start there first, government. Wait till someone isn't allowed into Walmart. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you believe the day that someone's not allowed in Walmart, Eric? Well, um, you know, you probably have to wonder, could... um could the legendary Sam Walton already be rolling over his grave? Because, you know, th- th- this is like a, this started out as a small business and turned into a multi-billion dollar empire. And, um, you know, and they're always famous for their dirt cheap, low prices, you know, basically putting the competition out of business. Like toys, you see what happened to Toys R Us and, yeah. and, and, and see, and then, and then you also have like Amazon and Target or, or some people like to call them Target, like, are, are having to compete with them and even a lot of your brick and mortar department stores like Sears and, you know, JC Penney and, and Macy's, um, you know, they're, they're struggling to stay afloat and, and a lot of your shopping, shopping malls where you have like multiple department stores, um, you know, are, are really starting to become fewer and fewer. Yeah, they are. That they are. And, you know, and if they're going to start, uh, you know, not allowing people to come in because they're not vaccinated. Uh, they, they might mm-hmm. be seeing the uh, end of their days as well. Uh, I know uh, BP had made a comment earlier, get the jab and you will find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> um, yeah, and I had, which I, I responded like, like in the abbreviation of rolling over from laughing my ass off on that one. Yeah. And uh, Paradise, uh, Mr. Paradise says uh, now, or excuse me, Prescott Bob said that now they're talking about three vaccine doses. 
Well, I, the re- most recent news I had heard was that the World Health Organization is not uh, not about the uh, I don't know the the third one I guess uh, the booster shot the you know proclaimed booster shot right. Uh, uh-huh. I, I heard that I think I think France is going to still continue doing it regardless of what the World Health Organization is going to say. But um, you know my my thought about it is okay. Well, you have a vaccine that's out on the market that's not effective in stopping uh, someone from contracting COVID-19. So number one, it's not a vaccine because you can still contract COVID-19. So it's a shot. It's a shot that's not, you know, according to them, is not going, you know, if you do catch it, you're not going to die, you know, supposedly. Now, I'm sorry, but I'll just wait it out. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll wait it out another six months to a year, maybe, uh, you know, with variants and stuff like that. It's ever evolving anyway. So why would I go out and get a shot, actually two shots in some cases, when it's not going to stop me from getting COVID? When they should, you know what the pharmaceuticals should be doing? They should be trying to improve on what's not 100% effective. That's what they should be doing. And they should be looking at, what these variants are coming up with. And, but you don't hear a damn word about that. All you hear the pharmaceuticals saying is, oh, we need to make billions of booster shots. We need to inoculate them more. We need to make some more cash. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, another, uh, an FDA approval might help as well. But like I said, I do not see how FDA can currently approve what's out on the market. When you have people that have died from vaccinations, then again, like I said, if if they were to approve it, I might be all about it because at least at that point, someone's going to be held accountable if something happens to me or my health due to their fuck up. So, oh, yes. uh, right now, I mean, if I were to go out and get a vaccine, uh, a vaccine, something were to happen to me, uh, say I die. Well, no, oh well. The only, the only end result of that is Big Sexy's partnerless, and the government has less, less tax dollars to collect from me. Other than that, uh, you know, they're not going to be held accountable if I die. Uh, and if I do survive and something happens to me, uh, my insurance company is not going to cover what the hell is wrong with me because I went ahead and signed a document that said that I'm all about trying a clinical trial. So that's how I feel about that. Anyways, uh, apparently, if you uh, live in the city of Los Angeles, it's, uh, come down to San Diego. We still have uh, – you don't need a, a, a pass, vaccine passport to go to the, the movie theater or anything like that. Hey, Eric, did you see this, uh, this 400-pound sturgeon leaping on top of somebody over on Fraser River? I wasn't aware of that. Um, Holy crap. I saw this, and I'm like, that's one hell of a fish. Oh, yeah. Uh, anglers, uh, as anglers uh, flock back to river valleys amidst warning, uh, waning pandemic restrictions, one BC fishing tour is catching attention after a video of a ginormous jumping fish went viral. The owner of uh, Bison Surgeon Company, based in Chilliwack, was on the river with clients when they saw a sturgeon of legendary proportion leaping practically on top of them. As chance uh, would have it, fishing guide Yves Bison had his camera rolling that day in the Fraser River Valley. And uh, caught the whopper, said, quote, we saw this almost nine to ten foot sturgeon jump behind us. So it was pretty breathtaking. And the guy who caught it was, well, you can see the video here. 
And uh, we'll play the video for you right now, just so you can uh, have a sneak peek at it. Keep reeling, keep reeling, keep Look at the size of that, Eric. Oh, that's, yes. That's almost the size of a crocodile or an alligator. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, Whoa! That is absolutely crazy. 300, 350 to 400 pounds that they're saying it was estimated. Um, that video, uh, which is on TikTok, has garnered over 9.2 million views. So that was pretty, that was pretty amazing. That's pretty. I, I don't do, do you fish, Eric? I, I, I'm not the fisherman. I'm not big into to like, you know, f- fishing at a lake or a river. No. Yeah. I, 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 like if I go fishing, someone needs to bait the hook for me. I'll more than be more, more than happy to cast it out, and if I catch a fish after I reel it in, someone's got to take it off the hook for me because I'm not touching mm-hmm. the fish. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You think I'm joking? Ask Big Sexy there, Paradise. It's just uh, it's the it's kind of like when I eat food. It's the texture. I don't like the scales and the and I hate eating fish, so I wouldn't even eat the damn thing. I would probably sell it or give it away to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another thing to be aware of, uh, producer Eric, is uh, Apple is going to start scanning iPhones all across America, searching for illegal child abuse images. Have you heard about that? Uh huh. Yeah. But I, hey, as long as hey, I'm on an Android device, and I, uh, I think I'll stick with Android. I mean, come on. Um, you you not you're not a, a crapple fan. Everything I own is Apple. I, I think the Android devices are cheaper, in my opinion, and, and, and are probably of better quality, if you ask me. Um, but I think with Apple, you're not just buying the product, you're buying the name. Yeah, you, you might be buying the name. Uh, I, I will agree with that. But yeah, uh, Apple, is, uh, Apple has announced that it's going to scan all iPhones in the United States searching for child abuse images. Um, on the plain surface, I'm okay with that. But I think uh, I, I don't like the invasion of privacy either. Uh, what mm-hmm. do you think about that? I mean, don't you think that's kind of getting a little too personal by you searching in all my photographs? Yeah, I think that is kind of a bit of an overreach, um, which because uh, we, we are, you know, entitled to, to our right to privacy. Um, but the only way, um, you know, that, you know, our our privacy can be legally violated is if if a if a judge signs a warrant and and the and the prosecutorial or plaintiff body that be you know with burden of proof can prove to the judge signing and issuing the warrant probable cause well bp thinks that they're just using the uh you know them searching for child abuse images as you know an excuse to dig into your phones for everything else which i i think there's a little something to that i do agree with that i mm-hmm. mean after all who in their right fucking mind, God forbid anybody abuses children, because I am 100% against that. I don't condone that either. But if they did, who the fuck would take a picture of it? That's even that's like a million times as bad. And so I, I, I really think it's a cover up just to get into people's phones. But invasion I, of privacy, in other words. Yeah. Uh, the article from the Epic Times uh, reads that uh, they announced it on Thursday it is planning to scan all iPhones in the United States for child abuse imagery, raising alarm among security experts who said the plan could allow the firm to surveil tens of millions of personal devices for unrelated reasons. 
In a blog post, the company confirmed reports saying that the new scanning technology is a part of a suite of child protection programs that would, quote, evolve and expand. It will be rolled out uh, part of the iOS 15, which is scheduled to release sometime in August. And, uh, yeah, that's especially when they say evolve and expand. Well, what is it going to evolve to and expand to? Do you want, would you like to share? I don't, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm almost to the point to where I'm, I'm back. I'm ready to go back to rotary phones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be more productive as a society. You won't have millions of idiots on TikTok doing stupid ass videos. Instead, maybe they'll go to work for once um, and be productive citizens of our country instead of taking selfies. Oh, I got to take a selfie. Yeah, anyways. They, uh, the article goes on to say, they said, Apple said, quote, this innovative new technology allows Apple to provide valuable and actionable information to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and law enforcement regarding the proliferation of known CSAM. I don't know. I don't know what the hell CSAM is, but um, it also, and it does so while providing significant privacy benefits over existing techniques since Apple only learns about users' photos if they have a collection known as CSAM in their iCloud Photos account. We need to know what this CSAM is. Anybody know what CSAM is? Oh, um, where was it? Oh, I guess that's the uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Anyways, bottom line, they're going to get into your iPhones. They're going to have access to all your information. So, I don't know. I I think it's a, a bit beyond infringing on my privacy, but... I guess if I'm going to stick with Apple, I'm going to have to just suck it up, right? Maybe, yeah. Or should I go to Android? I don't know. I'm not a big Android fan. I mean, like, I've had this LG Stylo 4 since February of 2019. Before that, I think it was a Samsung Galaxy Note 4 I had. Oh, okay. Well, and I know, you know, the big thing with a lot of Android users, they're like, well... You know, with Apple, you're kind of locked into only being able to do certain things. Whereas if you have an Android, it's like mm-hmm. sky's the limit. You could like, it's like more of an open source type of uh, phone, I guess. But I like simplicity. Right. I like the simplicity of my life. So that's probably why I go with the Apple. Um, another day in paradise said, Apple should probably just start with the Clintons. <laughs> You're probably right, uh, you know, it, with the Clintons and maybe anybody that was ever associated with Jeffrey Epstein. That's that would be a great place to start for Apple. But then again, if they were smart enough, they probably have Android phones. <laughs> oh boy, gotta love, gotta love living in America. Um, I already told you a little bit about the vaccination vaccination efforts uh, coming to a mm-hmm. school, school near you. Uh, the Biden administration today said that it's launching an all-out effort to get your children, 12 and older, vaccinated this fall uh, through their school. To achieve this, the administration is going to promote vaccinations at school physicals, send pediatricians to back-to-school nights to vaccinate, and provide funding for school districts to set up pop-up vaccination clinics. Quote, these include helping get our young people vaccinated. We're doubling down to get more students vaccinated as they return to school. We know vaccines are working and they're the safest and most effective way to fight back COVID-19, to prevent outbreaks, and to ensure a safe school year. 
That's what the Education Secretary Miguel Cordona said on Thursday. He also added, I am echoing the president's call to action to host pop-up vaccine clinics in every school across America to enlist trusted leaders in our community to build vaccine confidence. Oh, come on, dude, Sean. Boo, fuck mass. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, in addition, and, and Tampa Bay Mike says androids are better. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, one in the chat if you have an Android, two if you have an Apple uh, phone. In addition, from August 7th to the 15th, the Biden administration will launch a week of action by sending second gentleman Douglas Imhoff and uh, Cardona to Topeka, Kansas, to visit Dorothy and other back-to-school vaccine clinics. The initiative will rally school districts, students, teachers, national organizations, local government leaders, businesses, social media influencers, celebrities, and volunteers, all to promote vaccination. So. There you go. That's uh, coming to a school district near you, folks. And uh, watch out for the watch out for the. Oh my God! There has to be one person out there that has an Apple phone or an Apple iPad or something. Come on! You know what I had to say to all of you that have Android phones. From the very, very, very bottom of my heart. <laughs> Okay, well, see, I was going to give everybody an Apple phone, but since nobody uh, likes Apple, none of you get shit. <laughs> Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G. Is that the newest Galaxy phone, the, the 20 Ultra G? You know what, Eric? I saw a phone at my store the other day. You know how many damn cameras it had on the back of it? What's that? Well, you see, like, let me change. Uh, we got to change the view here. So my, my current iPhone, which is the Apple 12. It has three cameras, as you see, and it has a little, you know, piece of crap uh, flashlight. I saw an Android, and it was an Android phone. It had five cameras on it. What the hell do you need five cameras for, folks? I don't, I don't get it. BP says if you give a Apple phone, you would be giving shit. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Come on, BP. I can't, af I can't afford an Android. I can only afford Apple. Sean, dude, Sean says he, only gets, he just gets the $30 Samsungs. If I have a Samsung, yeah. is, the, you know, you know, is that uh, kind of make up for not having an, a Samsung phone? I don't know. Motorola's. I think I had a Motorola pager back in the day. For those of you old enough to know what the hell a pager is. Eric, did you ever have a pager? I remember those. D didn't own a pager, but my mom and my grandmother and a couple other family members did. Um, for the longest time for me, I'm, I was used to like the landline phones at home, but I've been, um, you know, actively using like cell phones since 2005. And I've been a satisfied AT&T customer, you know, since, since day one of talking on a cell phone. Yeah. I, well, at least you're on the right track with AT&T. I don't like Verizon. I, you know, uh, for those of you that had Verizon, I, I'm sorry, but I have such I've had such a bad history with Verizon. Uh, I actually, their nickname to me is Vagina Wireless. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, uh, Tampa Bay Mike. I, I just despise the Verizon. Anyways, uh, tonight's dinner has been delivered. Uh, just to give you guys, uh, for those of you on the, the um, What is tonight's delicious dish? 
live of the D over at D Live. If you haven't uh, hit us up over on D Live, you can go to D Live. Oh, the cauliflower with the you know with you know with the green green in it. Oh, because because it, it looks like it's because of the chroma key effect. Yeah, it's, it looks a little green, but it, it's it's more yellow than anything. Uh, but those of you that have not hit it over to DLive.tv, you can check us out every night when we're live over there. You get the video portion of it, DLive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. And uh, basically, tonight's dinner is a pesto chicken with potatoes au gratin and Chinese cauliflower. So... Uh, last night's dinner was delicious. It was a 10 out of 10. So you have to go check out uh, Big Sexy's Insta of the Gram for that. And uh, I'm, there you go. I was just directing uh, for a second. Anyways, um, Honeybee says she has uh, Sprint, which is now T-Mobile. Okay. How's your service with that, with uh, Sprint? I don't know. Sprint has good prices. I'll give you that. Excellent service. Okay. Well, it probably all depends where you live, I guess. <sighs> I think it's time for a break. Second, uh, second break, second and last break of the night. I get to uh, get a little bite in and uh, drink a little water. So I thank you for joining us. We'll be right back right after this, guys. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Well, I got to bite it. Didn't get a drink yet, but, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, T-Mobile sucks in Mr. T's uh, side of town. Appreciate you sharing the damn show. For those of you that haven't shared the the uh, show, uh, shame on you. Uh, anytime you come into the show, we definitely uh, appreciate the shares. Sharing is caring, as you all know. And also, Mr. T and uh, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think we have Mike Tampa Bay yet. Uh, we have a, uh, you know, if you go to slightlyshow.com and go over to contests, we have a celebrity death pool going on. Uh, if you'd like to uh, have your shot at winning $100 cash, submit three names of celebrities you think are going to die before the end of the year. The first person that their list is, uh, I don't know, how should I say it? <laughs> Finished off? <laughs> Wins $100. Uh, I always, uh, oh, you already submitted it. Oh, okay. I have a bad memory there, Tampa Bay Mike. I have a million things on my on my plate, and uh, half the time I forget. Trust me, just ask Big Sexy. He'll tell you all about it. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do tomorrow, but I'm sure there's a list somewhere. Yep. Anywho, um, we're boiling down to the last door, and then we'll kind of open it up for whatever the hell you guys want to talk about. But uh, the White House says that it's considering requiring foreign visitors to show proof of COVID-19. Now, I don't think it has anything to do with the immigrants that are jumping the fences or going underneath the tunnels and stuff like that. Um, but uh, they did confirm that they are considering requiring foreign visitors to show proof of vaccination as a condition for international travel. Jeff Zients, the uh, White House COVID-19 response coordinator, told reporters on Thursday that several federal agencies are examining the possibility of issuing such a mandate. 
quote, we will be ready when it's right time to consider reopening. Ah, that's what he said at a White House COVID-19 briefing. He appeared to confirm anonymous sourced reports that administration officials will have to present proof they're vaccinated against the virus. And like I said, it has nothing to do with the immigrants that are coming over here illegally. Uh, like I'll continue to say that is a main point of focus that I think that our government should be focusing on. But no, uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't think it's that much big of a deal, to be honest with you, as far as you know, people traveling uh, legally between countries and all that. But I don't know. What is the beeping going on? That must be my. I don't concern. know if that must be your email thing going off or something. I guess people are probably, uh, submitting their their celebrities that they think are going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay Mike asked if they were scalloped potatoes. No, Mike, they are uh, al gratin potatoes. Here, I'll show you one more time before I start eating them. Anyways, if anybody would like to talk, uh, call in, you're more than welcome. We're going to open it up, kind of, uh, you know, whatever the hell you want to talk about, we can talk about. If you have questions, uh, I don't know. I'll answer. I'll even answer personal questions at this point. We'll open it up to limit. Well, and I think some additional st- stories that I'd also sent you on Twitter, tw- Twitter today. Um, of course, um, I know there's like, a, you know, like the Fox and Friends co-host, you know, or continue to spar over the vaccines um you know and and i think there might be some editorial that you know that you know that's quoted saying i don't think anchors should be recommending medical advice you know which i which i'm certainly in agreement with that because um it should really be licensed doctors off offering and soliciting medical advice yeah and i and i have that uh i had i do have that story up and uh uh you know, you have uh, Steve Ducey, Ainsley Earnhardt, and, uh, and Brian, Brian Kilmeade. I like Brian Kilmeade. Out of all of them, I like Brian the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to the uh, report uh, on Yahoo.com, um, Fox and Friends co-host Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade share two very different opinions on the vaccine on Thursday morning. Ducey encouraged viewers to vaccinate their kids over the age of 12, causing Kilmeade to interject, right, or see a doctor and decide what you want to do. That's that's who usually people go to for medical advice, doctors. And I think, I think he's 100% spot on. Uh, it's just like how we are on our show. Um, mm-hmm. That it's best for you get to get the most information you can, get all the information you can from your doctors, your family, or whoever the hell it is that you want to get information from, and, mess, and make the best educated decision for you and your family. Don't let somebody that's on TV, especially a, especially a talk show host on, on, you know, a personality on Fox and Friends who, you know, wants to say that he's a journalist uh, by giving and giving you medical advice. If he if he knew what the hell he was talking about from a medical standpoint, uh, he would be in a hospital practicing medicine, not on Fox, Fox and Friends. Just because they're on Fox doesn't mean they're your friends. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I agree with Brian uh, 100% with that as well. And then I think you sent over another one uh, where Representative yeah. Devin Nunes uh, is suing NSLSD for, yeah, def- for the defamation, yes. I, I don't know about the I, – I haven't had a chance to read it, but uh, Devin Nunes uh, sued NBC Universal on Tuesday, claiming primetime MSNBC host Rachel Maddow defamed him. The suit mm-hmm. of – specifically points to comments she made on March 18th broadcast that the congressman refused to hand over 
to the FBI package he had received from a suspected Russian agent. Nunez uh, maintains that Maddow and her team were aware before the show aired that he had told other reporters he had already handed the package over to the FBI and claimed that MSNBC didn't reach out to him for comment, which he and his lawyers say constitute malice. Uh, MSNBC and uh, Maddow harbor an an institutional hostility, hatred, extreme bias, spite, and ill will towards plaintiff due to plaintiff's emergence as the most prominent skeptic in Congress of Maddow's marquee news narrative from 2017 to 2019 that the Trump campaign colluded with Russians to hack the 2016 election, said the complaint. Filed curiously in the U.S. District District Court in the Eastern District of Texas. So. It, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Everybody, everybody loves to sue everybody, and nothing ever seems to happen to anything. That's the way I look at it. Uh, welcome to the show, Das. If anybody would like to call in, uh, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we'll talk about anything you'd like. Das, it's been a year and a half or so. You might as well call in for once. You know. Yeah, um, he's been making the rounds with the whole like free do- Das or free dose campaign. Why? Why? Where, where's uh, Dose uh, been getting banned at? <laughs> I, I guess um, I, I guess you know he he's one of our our, our most famous resident Podbean trolls. Um, but I guess um, a lot of people just don't know how to take him. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, I've never had um, a problem with Dose. I mean, well, I, I think Dose is pre- pretty funny, of course, um, but. But I know, but but people know who he is. Um, um, I, you know, I know Jeremy had s- said something last night about a, you know, like a a, a story out of Alabama that they, they may be going to de- delay school. But I don't know whether um, he, you know, he's he's going to come on bef- sometime in the la- next twenty four twenty five minutes to have a discussion about that. Um, I mean, I can hit him up to see if he's if he's not too busy and w- wants to join us. Well, what what's going on in Alabama? You know, you know, he had he had tweeted me a, a DM message that he was getting information that, um, but I don't know if it's one hundred percent official yet. That um, that there's talk of school being be, being delayed delayed again, like in person school. It, it would sound like like they are wanting to transition, you know, wanting to stay into in the um in the um v- virtual learning, like doing like the Zoom calls. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, I, I think by the by September or October, I think they're going to shut everything down. I think uh, it's just you know we're just playing the waiting game, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I would hope for the children's sake that they do reopen the schools. Well, they were supposed to be holding a meeting today about about possibly delaying school. Um, you know, to re- reading a, a message from last night. Gotcha, and I and I think uh, you know as they reopen schools, I think they also need to. Make it the choice of the parent and student whether they mm-hmm. want to ask or not. So we'll see. They are referring to it as a disruption. Yeah, there's a lot of disruptions in society, aren't there? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. What's- How are it's- you? I'm doing okay. Just uh, another day in paradise. Huh. How's my audio? Just checking. I have a new You're sounding good. Microphone. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. What's going on? What's on your mind? Oh, not much. I just uh, wanted to call and say hi. I thought you guys did trivia on Thursday. 
Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Uh, but we weren't here Tuesday. Um, but but we did it last night, and and Pert, we're still kicking everybody's asses. Mm-hmm. He got lucky again. If I was there, I'm telling you, I would have won. Hey, I almost. Uh, well, we need Sir Minty back. Yeah, he's. I don't. Been back. I don't know if Sir Minty's in the show. No, he's not. He's incognito at this time. So what's uh, what's going on in Tampa Bay? How's the weather over there? It was a warm day here in San Diego. It was like in the mid 80s. Yeah, actually, it's 78 degrees currently with uh, 91% humidity. The winds are from the southeast at six miles per hour, reported uh, two minutes ago. What's the humidity? Uh, 91%. Oh. And current temperature is 78 wow. degrees. That's too high yeah. of humidity, Mike. So that's that means it, it probably is. feels like ninety five degrees over there. Well, uh, the feels like is um, still seventy eight because of the dew point and the temperature are the same. So there's uh, there's no feels like temperature well, this time. The feels like would be your heat index, much like in the winter month. The wind chill would be the the feels like there when you factor in like the winds. Gotcha. Feel like somebody's watching me. What do you think, Mike, about Apple uh, getting into all their users' iPhones to look at their pictures? Say what? Yes, we went over that story. Apple has announced that they are going to look into every iPhone across the country looking for uh, child abuse photographs. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, um, oh, you think that's I don't know. A I mean, too much, isn't that? Yeah, like, that's a little bit too much. Yeah, I think that's kind of invading Absolutely. my privacy. I mean, you have no right to look at my photographs. Not only that, people that have that kind of mindset or that are really that disgusting of a person, they typically are arrogant and uh, reckless, and I guess in their perversion, and they end up, you know, getting caught i guess but it's just yeah that's kind of an invasion of privacy or it's just another way to get um apple's secret code they have from um you know to get into their doses doses uh-huh. that they're gonna see a lot of dick pics from him <laughs> <laughs> what's going on just now welcome to the show it's good to see you and uh you bella welcome to the show uh-huh. um yeah i i just <laughs> i think they're I think they're using the whole, oh, we're looking for child abuse images. I think they're using that as a right. Yeah, Apple's very secure with their security. They have a very difficult time. Like, like They're almost impenetrable. That makes Yeah, they might be seeing some penetrable. They might be seeing some penetrable photos. God, <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, the only time that I've ever known that, you know, you would need a warrant to get into someone's phone or to look into more information. There has to be probability. Justification. Right. Yeah, there's got to be a probable cause. There has to be a justification for wanting to look at other people's private photos, in which I'm sure Apple has a privacy policy in which they'll be breaching that. Um, you know, what's to say? No, they're not going to change them. No, they're just going to change the privacy uh, information. I mean, you and I well know that whenever a privacy policy is distributed out for you to okay, right? How many pages of verbiage is there? 
a lot, right? I'm sure there's quite a bit. Yeah. Who the hell reads that? Nobody reads it. And you just scroll and just push OK so you can get on with your life. So I wouldn't put well, it yeah. that they're going to put it in there that they have rights and act to access your uh, phone. And nobody's going to read it. But they're telling you right now. Well, that not for third party. Access. I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you, I wouldn't put it past anything. I, I don't know. The way this way things are going, I, I just nothing surprises me anymore, I guess. You know, to be honest, it's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to tell you. Um, I don't know if you guys have gotten it yet. I showed Eric and you. No, or, uh, I, haven't gotten COVID. I haven't gotten COVID yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The uh, <laughs> the new update on Podbeam, what they're going to have in there. What are, what are they going to have, Mike? What's that? Well, at the bottom right hand corner is going to be a little heart logo just above where you have the gift. Just above that, you'll be able to click on it and it'll say like the show. It'll say like right now it shows on my screen. This is Mike Tampa Bay like the show and hearts flew all over the screen. I got no got 300. Yeah, it only shows on, on the uh, beta app. I got 300 <laughs> seconds before you can do it again. And also you can link all your social media on Podbeam's app too yeah it's pretty cool hmm. cool like your future. twitter facebook instagram and youtube and but since we are on a youtube hiatus indefinitely because um because they decide to award us a second strike um hopefully they might have something for twitch and d live and and maybe even rumble well the, right now they have on the beta app it's facebook twitter instagram youtube and linkedin oh it was what? the only ones you could fill out well, that's cool. Yeah. But th- this app, uh, this update is only uh, for the apps, right? Nothing like for uh, like yeah, just for the uh, apps and yeah, yeah, because okay. it only shows up on mine because it's the beta app, so it's just like you know, right? Special. I do you have an iPhone or, or or an Android? Android, velvet. For God's sake, does anybody in here have an Apple phone? Only <laughs> damn person with an Apple product. Unbelievable. You got an exclusive on your show about the new update coming up on Podbean. Oh, so don't, stay tuned. Don't worry, Dose. I already canceled my Grinder account. It, it's no longer exists. What <laughs> is Grinder? Um, it's a social media app. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of replaced like the old Craigslist Personals. Um, but but what shut down Craigslist Personals was um, internet That's sex trafficking right. legislation that Congress passed back in 2018. Why would that, I have an iPhone? Oh. Go ahead, Eric. But um, as I was saying about that legislation that Congress passed in 2018, that that um, you know, to try to crack down on you know underage sex trafficking, that that even platforms like Craigslist could be he- held liable if um, if if business was being being done on that platform soliciting illegal activities. Yeah. So. That's what that's what Grinder is. Um, Jess asked, "Why the heck do I have an iPhone?" I've had an iPhone from like the very beginning. I think from one to twelve, I've had an iPhone. It's the simplicity that I like. I'm a very busy guy. I don't have time to dick around with open source type products, and to me, it's just easier. So I don't know. That's that's why I have an iPhone. And and Jess also asked over on D Live, "What's for dinner tonight?" Oh yes, the dinner this evening. And uh, you can go back and replay it because it's not worth showing right now. It doesn't look as nice as it was. Um, is pesto chicken with potatoes au gratin and Chinese cauliflower. 
yes. So, yes, you can check out the uh, the photo over on Yummy. Big Sexy's it's, Instagram. That's Tuttle. That's Tuttle's. Like, that just came in the room under the Talk Hard TCB. Him and Cubella co-host that new podcast there. Proe's Honeybee said, I've had Sprint since the walkie-talkie feature. Do they still have do they still have that walkie-talkie uh, feature? <laughs> I think that I, I would think so, but um, but I'm just waiting for somebody to confirm it. I thought that was Nextel. Didn't Nextel have that? I don't know. Uh, yes, uh, uh, those I definitely do like my Apple CarPlay. <laughs> it's got a nice setup to it. Spirit bought Nextel. Oh, Sprint, not Spirit. Spirit's the airline. Never mind. Okay, so that's why Spirit uh, Sprint has. Uh, anyways, okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. If I were to go out and buy an Android, which is the best on the market? Which is the one that you have to go have? Is it the, uh, what is it? The uh, the 20? I think it's the 20, I think, is probably the best. Yeah. I think. But I have the LG Velvet. I can't. I just love this one. This one's got so many features, and you do so much with it. Yeah, see, I had I had a Samsung Note for my when I had uh, another business, and I had a phone for that company. And I never used this the little pen, the stylus. I don't know if anybody uses it, but I, that, that damn pen is too small, so I never used it. That was the only reason I liked the phones because it looked like you'd actually write with a stylus on it, but I never used it. So yeah, I did like that feature. The um, the Note when it. Um, I think it was the note, wasn't it? Yeah, the note's the only one that I know of that has like a stylus to write on your phone. What I want to know does anybody have that foldable uh, phone to where it's like an iPad when it's opened and then you close it up and it's a phone? I thought those mm, were pretty don't cool. have that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, your DOS is right. DOS uh, says whatever the hell you have, it's going to be irrelevant. It's going to be out of style within a week. As technology, you know, grows by the minute, and uh, thank God someone out there has a damn iPhone. Cubella, thanks for making me not be the only one with an iPhone. <laughs> oh, you must be talking about the Motorola iconic, uh, flippable design. I have got no like thirteen hundred dollars for the that Motorola phone. Thirteen hundred dollars for a yes, phone, and then it. Yeah, and then and it flips up like a um, like a cell phone, and then it um, becomes like a like a regular flat one. I don't give a fold. It flips up as, like as the screen folds. I don't care <laughs> if it folds. It better be bringing me a beer or something for thirteen hundred dollars. Unbelievable! Well, it's got a it's got a revolutionary wow. uh, flexible material and innovative zero gap hinge allows Razer's gorgeous six point two OLED display to fold in half. Fitting comfortably in your palm or pocket. Wow! See, I'm a, I'm a big tech guy. I love technology. I mean, big sexy. He could probably spend the entire day in like Louis Vuitton and Prada. I would have just as much fun in like a Best Buy or an electronics store. That's my happy place. This phone oh. actually looks badass. Uh oh! Excuse my language. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike is going to go in debt buying a thirteen hundred dollar foldable phone. Uh, that won't put me in debt. If I buy like five of them, I might. But no. five of them? What the hell do you need five of them for? No, I said I would have um, to go in debt buying five because I'm very good with managing my money. So. 
Oh, that's right, Eric. He's sending us you one, and he's sending me one, and Pertwee one. That's why he needs five. <laughs> well, I think like the like the, the phone, like the LG Silo Four, like I'm talking to you on the Podbean app through. Um, um, I know my trust account paid paid for about like three hundred dollars back in 2019. Um, and the tablet I'm watching the video on is an ONN that I bought back in April from Walmart with Appreciation Day money, and that ran like $130, but hopefully I might get an attachable keyboard for my birthday. Speaking of appreciation day, when are we going to throw another one for Mr. Eric, the producer? Well, I heard <laughs> really, uh, being planned, but I heard I, I that's, that's, but I guess no official date yet. Yes. Not as of yet, but just throwing, throwing it out there for a little more. This thing's got 265 gigs, that Motorola. Thanks Insane. for the cup of coffee there. Thank you. TCB. And I sent you a cup. Well, he, well he, he directed that at me, but I'd already directed a cup of coffee at you too earlier. Oh, well, thank uh, And you did a, uh, we also got a, uh, what did they call it? Super chat as well from you, Eric. Uh, promoting yeah. the D live platform. So thank you for that as well. Well, and I also mentioned the Twitch and the Rumble, but since your character limited, I couldn't squeeze in the Facebook. But, you know, it's probably going to be about as bad as YouTube was. Yeah, the Facebook. Is my icon moving? Is your icon? Yes, it is. The, the, um, movie, the light is going to turn out. Yeah. Cool. All right, I may uncut it. So, Perwee, <laughs> has Honeybee, has Perwee not taken off yet? Uh, oh, I, I know uh, it appears uh, to where uh, Perwee's flight has been delayed due to technical issues, I guess. Or the weather? Yes. No, she said it's equipment issues. He had to switch it to a different plane. Well, that's good. As as long as he's switching to another damn plane, you know, that's the last thing you want to hear when you're taking off that they're having equipment issues. <laughs> Where's he going? Mm-hmm. He's going home. He's taking his flight. Jeez. Yeah, that's a delay by an hour and a half. So thankfully, he's getting on a different plane. That's good. So he'll be home safe soon. And uh, hell, by the time uh, he gets home, it'll probably be midnight almost. But uh, I don't know. Well, actually, it's, um, it's on one of those red eye flights. A red eye flight is like the the flight that leaves it in the middle of the night. Yep. Bert, we, honey, honey, um, honeybee says around twelve thirty he'll be home. Mm-hmm. Good. I'll be in bed by then. It's going to be an early night for me. It's been a long day. Well, then I know you've also got the the TGI show tomorrow. That we do. We have another fantastic show tomorrow. All game planned out. And uh, who knows? Mm -hmm. What were you you saying, Mike? Uh, Some fun facts and geography that, um, like, for instance, uh, Alaska is both the westernmost and easternmost state. Um, Northernmost, you mean? (laughs) What's that? The northernmost, you mean? Easternmost no, is Maine, the but the western no, and northernmost is Alaska. Southernmost is Alaska actually is Hawaii. Both, Alaska is both westernmost and easternmost state. Why? Alaska is the westernmost and northernmost state in the United States, which makes a lot of sense when you look at the map. I guess, uh, Does it depend if the Earth is flat course. or not? Yes, I think it has to do with the flat Earth theory. <laughs> Latitude and longitude. Yeah, you know, if if you always thought Florida was the southern 
had the southernmost point in, in the United States, uh, you, you would be wrong. It's actually Hawaii, but easternmost is actually Maine. Well, I mean, in the um, uh, continental United States, lower 48. Yeah. The, uh, lower 48, Flo- Florida, Florida or Texas would probably be. Um, westernmost would Reno, probably Nevada. be like California. Reno, Nevada is west of Los Angeles. Oh, yes. What? Hold on. Did you say that yeah. Reno, Nevada is west of Los Angeles? Um, yes. well, even when looking at well, the map, because of the, the, the latitude longitude. I'd, I'd yeah, despite being in Nevada, 300 miles from the ocean, Reno is roughly 86 miles further west than the coastal city of Los Angeles. Hmm. Cool. I don't know about that one. I'm going to have to research that because anytime I look at a map, any part of Nevada is east of California. Well, most of it. The entirety of the world's population could easily fit in Texas. Fascinating. Which um, a, and, go ahead. Um, did you know that with, you know, like the, the size of each of the states, um, Alaska is, of course, the largest in terms of land mass, but even though it is the th- third to last in population, um, but, but Texas, which is the second most populous state behind California, it is also the second largest state in terms of land mass. Well, maybe we need to send all the damn immigrants to Alaska then. They got plenty of room then. <laughs> <laughs> they can go catch some fish. I don't know. That's what, that's what my initial thoughts are, at least. And at least if you send them up there, not as many people will catch COVID. Um, yeah. It's cold, yeah. Yeah, it's cold. Welcome uh, to the show, that real Patriots voice. We've got about a couple minutes left. We're winding down, having a uh, cup of coffee, just chit-chatting, nothing uh, too serious. It's been a long day. I, I, if, if you're late to the show, I definitely suggest downloading this show because there was a fantastic story I did and uh, read and uh, about how a Chinese Chinese gal here in the United States is comparing Chinese the Chinese culture to what's going on here in the United States with you know CRT and how the government's trying to control everybody. So see, you, see, honeybee, honeybee, have a good night and uh, give Pert a big old hug when he gets home. And uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Yep. And hold on, uh, hold on. there, there uh, is a there's an island within a lake. On an island within a lake on an island. <laughs> this is crazy. Where where is that at? This is in the Philippines. It's uh, it's called Vulcan Point. It's an island with a, a main crater lake. Um, main crater lake is located on Volcano Island. Volcano Island is located in Lake Tile. And Lake Tile is located on the island of this. <laughs> Wow, this is crazy. And located on the island of Luzon. There you have an island within a, a lake. An, on island? an island within a lake. That sounds yes. too damn confusing. That sounds like an android. I know. <laughs> you saying that is me trying to figure out an android phone and how to work one. <laughs> Android's still better. I don't care. Remember, Mike, it's all about simplicity. 
True. Very true. How easily it is uh, accessible. Yes. Oh my God. I, I can barely remember what I got to do in the next hour, <laughs> let alone what islands within a damn island on an island or in a lake on an island within an island. Is there a, <laughs> is there a lake within the island on the island? Um, that's pretty much what it says. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, okay. it's in the Philippines. It's called the Vulcan Lake. Or, uh, well, I have no intention. Uh, it is. Never, no intentions of ever needing to go to the Philippines, by the way, Mike. I, I get my but chicken like adobo. Yeah, chicken adobo. They make it's readily available here in San Diego. Have you ever had chicken adobo? Have what you ever that? had chicken gobo? Chicken adobo. No, it's I don't really, know what that is. What about lumpia? Loopy? No, not loopy. Lumpia. L u l l m p i a. To die for. And sounds fancy. No, it's not fancy. It's it's really uh, affordable food, and it's really, uh, uh it's really home home. home uh, I don't know what do they call it? Comfort comfort food, I guess. That's what I, I would put it in the category of. That and pancit. Pancit is like thin noodles. Yeah, I like noodles. Yeah, well, I like spaghetti noodles. Spaghetti noodles are my favorite. I like noodles. Uh, Mexico City is sinking. I had no idea. We're all sinking, Mike. Our country is sinking by the minute, by mm-hmm. the day. <laughs> uh, Mexico City apparently was built on a lake in 1325 AD, and it's sinking about 3.2 feet a year. Wow. They better build some life rafts. Fascinating. Across the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, uh, Justuck says Alaska is the easternmost part because part of it sits on the other side of the 180th meridian in the eastern hemisphere. Um, so take yeah, that. Also known as the International Dateline, or unless they had like it like done d- differently to make it look like it, it's not supposed to be the easternmost. Oh, 7,100 islands in the Philippines. That's insane. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a lot. And uh, Justuck. I think I have to give you the award for being the most culturally rounded tonight for knowing what Ponce it is. Congratulations on that. And uh, anyways, we'll get you more. uh, We'll get you all more culturally. I don't know. Educated, I guess tomorrow we'll come up with, we'll come up with some new foods that you might never have heard of. And uh, we'll go from there. Anyways, I want to thank each and every one of you for uh, bearing with us for another hour and a half. And hopefully you enjoyed yourself. And if you have, share it with your friends and family. If you haven't, just don't tune in tomorrow, please. But uh, thank you all. And uh, producer Eric, would you like to, uh, any, any final thoughts tonight? Well, I mean, great shows always, but definitely look forward to being back, you know, 22 and a half hours from now with our TGIF free for all show. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll have Pertwee back along with other friends like Mike and BP 49. Um, Hopefully Jess is able to join us and, and Sir Minty and, you know, and th- thank you to, to everybody who joined us and including Cubella Cade and Mr. T and Tuttles and Steve from just another day in paradise. And, you know, Helder, you know, is 99 from South Africa. We appreciate him calling and dude, Sean and Prescott, Bob, as well as honeybee. And, you know, ho- hopefully some more friends might come back tomorrow. Ho- hopefully Jeremy might join us. Yeah, that would be great if he joined us. Uh, and a special thanks to uh, Tampa Bay Mike for letting us know what the hell the weather is like in Florida today. Uh, 
stay cool out there because it gets damn hot and humid. And, you know, I'm kind of a large kind and of guy. Jester just came in as we're wrapping up. So I kind of get sweaty and stuff like that when there's humidity. So I just try to stay away from humidity, you know? It's just not my cup of tea. Anyways, I hope you all have a great rest of your evening. I look forward to seeing you guys here tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern Time. Until then, God bless and God bless America. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, currently, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show. Currently 67 degrees Fahrenheit in San Diego.